0: Numbers lie the podcast.
1: What's going on everybody? Greeting, greetings and salutations. Uh this is King Tweed back in the building again. Who else we got in the building? Go ahead, Phil. It's your turn. Will Phil, Phil, Phil.
2: Phil. Ju Juwan.
1: Just Juwan.
3: What's good everybody? This
1: is Minifee. Minifee. <laughs> Just Juwan.
2: A.K.A. Francis Manassas. What's up, guys?
1: What's up, guys? Francis Manasses <laughs> from Ding <Rinky-Ding> Records. <laughs> Want to have a word with y'all. All All right. So the, on this on this episode of Numbers Live, the podcast, y'all, we're talking about a very serious issue, though. Uh, you know, not to make light of it, very serious issue. So recently, Kevin Love and Demar Derozan came out publicly about their battles with with mental health. So more specifically, Kevin Love actually uh, admitted that during an Atlanta game in November, uh, Atlanta Hawks th- during the halftime, I believe he uh, he started feeling kind of dizzy, light-headed, <laughs> unable to breathe, finally was helped to the hospital. Uh, he actually admitted that he departed early from a game as well in January, I believe, versus OKC. He basically had hold a on, panic hold attack. Hold Go I'm,
3: I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Uh-huh. But I actually have the, a little excerpt from his, uh, um, Player, yeah, from his Player Tribune from that night. He said, <clears throat> He said, "For twenty-nine. He said, for twenty-nine years, I thought about mental health as someone else's problem. Then came the panic attack. It happened during a game. It was November fifth, two months and three days after I turned twenty-nine. We were a home game against the Hawks, tenth game of the season. A perfect storm of things was about to collide. I was stressed out about the issues I'd have been having with my family. I wasn't sleeping well." On the court, I think expectations for the season combined with our 4-5 and five start were weighing on me. I knew something was wrong almost right after the tip-off. I was winded with the first few possessions that were strange, and my game was just off. I played 15 minutes of the first half and made one basket and two free throws. After halftime, it all hit the fan. Coach Lou called a timeout in the third quarter when I got to the bench. I felt my heart racing faster than usual. Then I was having trouble catching my breath. It's hard to describe, but everything was spinning. Like my brain was trying to climb out of my head. The air felt thick and heavy. My mouth felt like chalk. I remember our assistant coach yelling something about the defensive set. I nodded, but I didn't hear much about what he was saying. By that point, I was freaking out. When I got up to walk to the huddle, I knew I couldn't re-enter the game. Like I literally couldn't do it physically.
0: Mm -hmm. shout out to kevin love for coming forward right and i I think that mental health is something that we kind of shy away from as like a society like it's taboo
1: it's not just the nba it's not just
3: it's taboo especially y'all remember this is the same game that he left at halftime and went home oh yeah and they was talking about him in the locker room about how He's not performing up to his standards. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas and all. Oh those. no, no. This
2: this was before that. I thought.
3: No, this is the same game. They're he like, said
2: they was five and four at this time.
3: They
1: November you talking about right? Yeah, it was November.
3: Oh, my bad. Well, yeah. Um, so I don't that know. Mean, what you mean?
1: This is at the
2: beginning of the season. This is before they went on their little streak. Before I it and them get, before I t
3: got back. Five and four sounds means, like November, right? That means Stephen A was wrong. Stephen A. A. Smith as (laughs) Smith. My fault, y'all. My fault. But it's still kind of dope to see,
0: though, that he, you know, come out and talk about it. Yeah,
3: that's dope.
1: And also, just to piggyback on that as well, on the back end, DeMar DeRozan actually came out as well and said – talked about his tweet as well. It said, and I quote, this depression get the best of me. This is doing All-Star Weekend as well. So he came out and said, you know, it's it's great that Kevin Love came out as well. He just wanted to – you know, one of them and say it, is that, you know, basically we're all human at the end of the day and uh he also said that at times he feels like he's carrying the weight of the world. So I just pose a question to y'all. What uh what do y'all see the NBA doing to address mental health, if anything? I
0: I think Juan or Menifee you guys touched on a point where, you know, they have like awareness month about mm-hmm. mental health. I feel like they should do a lot of advertising around it, have, you know, special colors like pink for cancer, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. the color for it. Mental.
2: Well, I think it's green. I think Brandon Marshall used to wear it and used to get fined for okay. it. Okay.
0: They should allow, like, players to have special green shoe or socks or some type of apparel. To bring awareness um, to it? Certainly.
3: I, mean, I think I, I think at this point, you know, the NBA has, has shown that it's been a pioneer in, you know, being the first to do things. And I think at this point, like, it's, it's become an issue now. Like, we had Royce White, Larry Sanders – um, around our tests, you know, we had guys like that with mental health issues. And I think at this point it needs to be a more focus on, you know, adding a, a psychologist or something to the team doctor yeah. staff. I think that should be the next step to, you know, allow these players to have, you know, a, a confidant to, you know, talk to mm-hmm. about the personal issues and, you know, things that may necessarily not be, you know Comfortable talking about To your teammates Or You mm-hmm. know Somebody who you never You know Knew your whole life You know what I'm saying So I think that it definitely Would help
1: Also I think Just putting it out there I think the NBA should Kind of do something Like make some shirts And like what Phil was talking about For mental health week Which
3: is uh, usually October 7th Through the through the 13th Kelly Oubre just came out And what'd he say He said That shit's serious I just go into a quiet place And breathe Just being mindful is the only way I know how to get through any anxiety, any depression, or anything like that.
0: So, that's the reason why he wore
3: that chinchilla that said, fuck off.
0: (laughs) Who cares?
3: That that would make sense. I mean, mean, think about it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Man, literally came in with a full-length chinchilla that says fuck off. Fuck off. On the back of it? On the back of it. You can definitely uh, go uh, Google, (laughs) YouTube it. Yeah. Um... So Kelly Lubre yeah
1: so mental health is uh, definitely a serious serious topic um, I think it's I think it's just a representation of I think like like Phil said just the society like, Society doesn't really treat mental health as as uh, important as they should. It's not a, a, as Unless a priority. Unless you're a school priority.
2: shooter, then, it, then you right. all mental health issues. But exactly. that's, another, gotta shoot up that's school. another segment. Right,
1: yeah. So it's, it's something that they, they should definitely bring more awareness to, like they bring in awareness to anything, cancer or, you know, whatever. It's, it should be more of an issue. And I think, like you said, the NBA would be somebody to, to start that, to uh, – to, to start that uh, precedence of bringing awareness to it. So, um, but yeah, and, and everyone has someone you know that they know of or possibly in their family that struggles from it. So it's a very big issue. But going forward, I'm pretty sure Adam Silver would do something to uh, to bring awareness to that as well. So,
3: but, no, no. Before we uh-huh. before we go, go up, but like if if you had a time, really read that Kevin Love uh, excerpt because like he really talks about some really good points and how like. You know, society, you know, they put these pressures on men Mm -hmm. to the point where like you feel like that's how you supposed to feel. Like a tough guy. Yeah, you supposed to be a tough guy. Like you can't necessarily talk about you being sad. You know, I'm like, men can't be sad, like men can't be caught crying and stuff like that. So, you know, you think about people, you know, having that mentality and then you internalize that for years, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like
1: a brainwash and it's also like uh People get. People have to be more. or well, men have to be more susceptible to like going to therapy. Like you have, well, yeah. have to be more open to doing that yeah. as well. Absolutely. I think that's in
0: the black community. That's taboo. You know. Oh, exactly. you got to go to a. Meh- Crazy What's doctor. wrong with
1: you, baby? Go ahead and sit down somewhere. You ain't nothing wrong with you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I went to the, to a therapist too for the first time last year, and it was good. You know, it, the therapist wasn't that yeah,
0: good. Yeah, you definitely need to go <laughs> more
1: often. Hey, you go to a sports everybody sports does. psychiatrist. Yeah,
2: everybody <laughs> does, man. So you know, uh, it's something that's very important. That's so true. Because I, I mean, I, I know growing up, I was always taught, not even like from my father, but like from my grandparents that like, as a man, you don't show emotion. Mm. You don't show emotion because. Your household follows your emotions So you're mm-hmm. ever too high or too low Your household follows that I was told the exact And same it was thing. like Alright you know Let me hold you up. If I'm having a bad day Internalize that Take care of that on my own time right. And I'm thinking like That's what man caves up for You know right. To release all that And it's like But as an adult now it's like no, nah, you can't do that You be running around here With grey hair stressed out All the mm-hmm. damn time mm-hmm. So now I just do coke And uh <laughs> 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 Not, not the to right of 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 this situation and But yeah
1: Tim, typical typical juwan. Typical juwan alright you all nah, right,
3: y'all. But uh good. no, you go ahead do
1: your thing. No, nah, last thought, man. No,
3: nah, man, I just really I I just really hope that the NBA takes steps to um put this in the forefront of their to-do list, you know, like, you know, having a psychiatrist on the medical staff uh possibly Right, that would um, be great. Having like a, a a mental awareness protocol, you know, like there should be some type of protocol, a list of questions mm-hmm. um, that players can go through that you know that could possibly diagnose them, and not. you know what I'm saying, just to right. get in front of the issue. Some players may not even know that they have it. I mean, if you really listen to that excerpt, Kevin Love, he 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 talks about how like you you really may not even know that you have it because it's such a common. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's, it's like diagnosis. Just, like it's yeah, it's, I, it's just swept under the rug, and always. it don't really you don't really realize that you have that problem until you have a panic attack, or you really you know are out of breath and haven't ran or done nothing the so whole so day. Happens, you know what I'm saying? Start so reactivate that, instead that of, be part of the, Uh
2: <laughs> That should be part of, like, the physical, like, that yearly yeah. physical. You got to go, go through mental assessment
1: as well. That'll be, that'll be good. They should definitely do that. So, um, All right, so that's, that's, that's that for the, uh, the mental health piece. I wanted to uh, get into the segment of the uh, – real quick before we get out of here. The, uh, on this day in NBA history, real quick. So, uh, on this day, in March 8, uh, 2018, on this day in NBA history, in 1994, Scottie Pippen and Pete Myers became the first set of teammates in NBA history to convert a four-point play, and that means make the three and the free throw in the same game. Uh, they converted their four-point play in the fourth quarter, and the Bulls uh, win over Atlanta. So just a random fact for you all, this day in NBA history. It might get a um, triple.